everybody. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Poppin' Off about pop culture. I'm your host, Maggie. And it's me, Steven. So last week, we did have an episode all ready to go. Talked about lots of good stuff like Charlie XCX's new album, Harry's album announcement, Drake and Josh feud, amongst many other things. But for some reason, it just did not save correctly. The recording did not save correctly. Steve and I were really just trying to be like Freddie Benson's out here trying to figure out how to how to recover this audio, how to get it. So it's like not a corrupt file, because I think that's what happened. I don't know. I'm not a computer scientist, but just know that we did have an episode and we, and we really wanted to share it. But I guess it's just going to kind of be like the one episode of SpongeBob or is it like the lost episode? Um, yeah yeah pretty much unless you guys know how to fix it then tell us do it for us I don't know it was kind of a good episode it was a good episode I was really excited to put it out I feel like it was like uh, like I mean not that any of our episodes are bad right right. it was just like an episode that I was like really excited about yeah I had a lot of fun recording it but the main gist was listen to Charlie's album crash yes (laughs) that was that was the main takeaway Mm-hmm. But hopefully this this episode records and we can share it with you because it is jam-packed. We're obvious, obviously going to get to the slap heard across the world. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get to that, we just have a couple other things to talk about. We'll do like a little speed round because a lot has happened within the past week. And we just want to make sure that we cover everything that we want to without taking up 13 hours to do so. Exactly. So, yeah. So we're going to start talking about Bruce Willis. I know it's like a pretty sad start to the episode, considering that like we had so much fun, like we were just saying, recording the last one. But Bruce Willis, well, one of his daughters posted on Instagram an announcement saying that he is suffering from a brain disorder or a cognitive disorder called aphasia. And what I got from it, I mean, Steve is the doctor here, so I actually let him explain it. <laughs> um, I would like it to be known that I am a nursing student. <laughs> oh, Steven has MD on his title. Okay, don't, he's just being humble. Don't let him, don't let him fool you. <laughs> Um, so basically aphasia is a, um, disease that affects the way that the, the brain processes, um, like language. So there's expressive aphasia and receptive aphasia. So expressive is you have difficulty expressing your words. So you know what you want to say, but you can't say it. Receptive, receptive aphasia is like where you're unable to like process that information, like of language. Um, and like, it's not coming across as clear. So like, and it can be brought on by a bunch of different things. So like aphasia itself, like, isn't just a condition. It's like a symptom of other conditions like dementia, um, strokes, Alzheimer's, other like cognitive degenerative diseases. Um, and it's extremely frustrating for patients who've have this because I mean, I've had patients who've had strokes in the hospital and it's just like, you can see how frustrating it is when they're trying to say something and they just like, can't say it. So I can't imagine how hard that must've been for Bruce Willis, especially when his job is to say things. <laughs> Put it plainly. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, you know, 
one of like the most well-known actors around who has been in so many iconic movies and had so many iconic roles over however long his career has spanned. Yeah. Like th- this is like what it has to come to. It's so sad. Well, at least he just, I think they just made a like 10th die hard. So at least he got that in. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> yeah. When I think of Bruce Willis, I just think of the fifth element. I feel like nobody our age has seen that movie, but it's a cheesy nineties movie. And I used to love it as a kid and it's like sci-fi and Chris Tucker is the villain. And he basically, you know how like Lil Nas X was in that phase where he was dressing like anime villains. Yeah. That's how Chris Tucker dresses the whole time. He's like a flamboyant villain and it's such a good movie. And every time I think of Bruce Willis, I just think of that, even though I feel like that's a very obscure movie of his. That that really (laughs) is. I think most people just think of Die Hard. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It was like popular at the time, but yeah, I love that movie. I feel like I have a lot of good memories with it. Um, And I'm glad that he was able to have as long of a career as he did, I guess. True, but man, just like all these icons in Hollywood. It's like, why do all these bad things keep happening? It's so, it's just terrible. (sighs) Kind of a bummer. So sorry for bumming you guys out at the start. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We don't control what happens. <laughs> no, like I said, this week has just been so busy. I feel like something new is happening every hour. And I'm like, how I want to talk about this so bad. But like, how are we going to fit into the show? Whatever. We're going to work it out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Let's get into the rise and fall of Zoe Kravitz that take it, that's taken place over the past like three days. This is such, like, a wild thing to me because I will tell you something. I'm straight, but when it comes to Zoe Kravitz, I'm a lesbian. I think she is (laughs) the (laughs) hottest woman ever. And I just think, besides her being extremely attractive, that she just is, like, so cool. I love a lot of stuff that she's in. And I thought that she just seemed like a really, like, down-to-earth, sweet person, like, unproblematic, stood up for what was right, blah, blah, blah. Um, well, I guess like people on Twitter were like holding on to some information about her for some reason that she's like kind of a predator and, um, just like, you know, kind of like sucks (laughs) and it's really disappointing. So to like kind of give everyone a synopsis of what's happened, it all started with, um, I'll start with her posting two Instagram posts of her looks from the Oscars red carpet and the Vanity Fair after party for the Oscars on that carpet. And she posted it's whatever caption, but then ended it with at the Oscars where apparently we're, we're assaulting people on stage now or something like that. I'm paraphrasing, but. Oh yeah. She's like the dress I wore at the Oscars where apparently it's okay to assault people on stage. Yeah. Yeah. And then, (laughs) yeah, that just kind of like, which obviously we will get to. Don't worry. Don't worry. (laughs) We'll get there. (laughs) But it just kind of like snowballed into people bringing up an old interview where she was talking about Jaden Smith. And at the time of this interview, she was, sorry. At the time of this interview, she was 24 and Jaden Smith was only 14. She was talking about how like, how 
like attractive she thinks that he is and how she's like, oh, I have to like watch what I say and what I do around you because you're just a kid and like I can't act like this and just like really off-putting creepy things. And I don't know why the interview has stayed kind of like unsurfaced for as long as it has. And it's just been like a snowball effect since then about Zoe Kravitz not being as cool or as hot as we thought she was. Right. I, I'm confused because all the people who were like said they knew about this were like, yeah, I just don't want to bring it up because y'all be mad at me. I'm like, no, I want to know these things about the celebrities who I like. Like, I want to know if I shouldn't be liking them and like following what they do, you know? Right. And it's, it's just so interesting how we live in a time where you can be at the top of your game one second and literally within hours be at the very bottom and everyone hating you and just like bringing up all this nasty stuff about your past and like rightfully so but it's just so crazy how it just like a snap of a a snap of your fingers and it's over right I don't I don't think Zoe Kravitz is canceled if I'm being honest either but I do think that it will affect her career at least for a little while yeah I think it's like she's not going there's no going up from here not that she's gonna like plummet but she's hit her peak (laughs) yeah that's true which is kind of sad because I think a lot of people felt that with her role as Catwoman that would kind of like launch her into a new phase of her of her career where Mm -hmm. she would just keep like reaching more and more heights like maybe her or Maybe she would even be nominated for an Oscar one day for playing whatever role. But I don't know if that'll happen, at least not anytime soon. Yeah, probably not. I feel like one of the reasons people didn't know about it was I feel like with women, they don't really get seen as predators when they Mm -hmm. flirt with younger men. I can't think of a specific situation, but I know there's been things before. It's like, where I think people forget that like women can be pedophiles and sexual assaulters. I mean, it's like the day old thing of like, if the middle schooler hooks up with his teacher, it's like good for him, mm-hmm. you know? And it's right. Not, not cool. <laughs> no, it's, it's literally the same thing. If the roles were reversed, if it was an older man and a younger girl. Yeah, exactly. The same thing. And I wish people saw it that way. And I, Yeah. So I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure this will blow over eventually because there will just be more news about other people and other things. Right. But I kind of wish that she would face some repercussion. Agreed. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. But very disappointing because, like I said, Zoe Kravitz is someone that I actually like, really admired past tense. So just another celebrity I had to put down on my list I'm like disappointed by like extremely disappointed yeah I mean I just thought she looked good she's never been that fantastic of an actress so I'm not bummed out if I don't see her in much more things <laughs> keep doing the photo shoots though <laughs> I <Yeah>. like those <laughs> oh yeah because <laughs> like especially in big little lies 
which is obviously an all-star cast. She mm-hmm. just looks like like a nobody. I mean, you can't really put her next to like Nicole Kidman, Meryl Streep, Reese Witherspoon, right. even Shailene Woodley and like have her look good, I guess. But yeah, maybe she should just do photo shoots. <laughs> Are her and Channing Tatum still together? I don't know. Quick side note. Because <laughs> he wasn't at the Oscars with her. I mean, I don't know. He probably wasn't invited, but. Right. Yeah. And that reminds me, I think Zoe Kravitz is actually starting to focus on music. She I think is? I saw that. Oh. I think she's going to release a solo album or was planning on it. It's in the back um, of my mind. Okay, I guess we'll see how well that does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only song I know by her is the one she's featured on by Janelle Monet. So I <laughs> I don't really know. I mean, her dad is Lenny Kravitz, so it's yeah, you know, like in a, her blood. <laughs> right um okay interesting i guess we'll see (laughs) yeah that just like popped into my brain i don't know why but i'm pretty sure she's doing that all right anyway i guess a lot of we'll sees with zoe kravitz (laughs) yeah really (laughs) okay so to make sure that we cover everything that that we wanted to this week we're gonna do a bit of a speed round where it's just gonna kind of be like a topic and then like what the fuck was that okay It Here might be go. hard for us not to get carried away. Yeah. But we're going to try our best. Yeah, I'm going to try and check me. myself. I, I, I'm very bad about getting sidetracked. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to just do it. Initial thoughts, feelings, whatever. All okay. right. Here we go. Taylor Hawkins, the drummer from Foo Fighters, and um, Alana Morissette's former drummer. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not laughing at that. I'm just laughing because before we started recording, I said that she was Joni Mitchell's former, <laughs> former drummer. And it's, I just get Joni Mitchell and Lana Morissette mixed up because Steven just like talks about them so often. They're both, I don't know, interchangeable to me for some reason, whatever back on track. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he tragically passed away. I heard on it, like, it hasn't been a hundred percent confirmed about what the cause of death was. But I did hear on the news that he had 10 substances in his system. I can't even name 10 substances. Yeah, not to make light of it, but me and Maggie tried and it took us a long time to name 10 substances. Yes, it was hard. Like I really had to sit down and think about it. Yeah, so probably pills because those are easy. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, Sadly, he passed away, like she said, and... The Foo Fighters had to like pull out of shows. They were even supposed to perform at the Grammys this upcoming Sunday. And they pulled out of that um, for obvious reasons. But um, well, he, I, he died like hours before they were supposed to play at a festival. Yeah, in, I don't somewhere in South remember America. what festival, but. I, was it Lollapalooza like in Brazil or something? I'm not sure. I don't know. It was some kind of big music festival. Right. But it was just hours before they were supposed to go on stage. Yeah. Oh, God, another really sad death, really tragic. And I guess, you know, we'll just await toxicology reports. But having 10 substances in your system, holy shit. Like, no wonder. Yeah. From all I knew about him was from the Alanis Morissette documentary I watched because he was like one of the main people talking in it. And he basically was very open about the fact that he used to be an idiot. He used to party all the time. I guess he never said he still didn't, but it seemed like he made it, he wanted to make it seem like that was all in his past, like his partying, his like days of like meeting all the women at the shows, all that kind of stuff. 
but I don't I don't know if that's true. Uh, it's not really obviously. Looking like it. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, I'm. Sh- okay. Okay. That's sad, but <laughs> I guess next. <laughs> God, that's a little sensitive. sensitive. I know. Sorry, we we're not trying a... to be insensitive. We're really not. Okay. If we ever do a speed round again, we will not include a death in it. Either. Yeah. Okay. That's probably for the best. Okay. Moving on. Doja Cat. Is she quitting music or is it just a publicity stunt? We're not sure. It's very confusing and it's really just blown on proportion and I'm kind of sick of it. I think Doja Cat is quitting music in her mind, but then she's going to realize that that's not a feasible option. She's going to realize that she likes where she is in life. She likes her money. She likes her fame and she's going to come back. That's my opinion. I a hundred percent agree. <laughs> she's like, worked a really long time and yeah. really hard to get where she is now. So why would she just give it up over something that was blown way out, way out of proportion? Cause someone was like, Oh, Doja, you don't appreciate your fans. And she was like, well, fuck you guys. I'm quitting music. Okay, then actually, maybe you should if you can't handle someone being <laughs> right. like, hey, you suck. Okay, fine, exactly. I'm leaving. Exactly. Like, in her mind, yes, she thinks she's quitting music, but it's not going to happen. No, I don't think so. Next, this is <laughs> fucking hilarious to me, okay? And I just had to mention it. But Heidi Montag, who is from The Hills and from the revamp of The Hills called The Hills New Beginnings said thank you for clarifying yes i mean i don't know a lot a lot of people know who heidi montag is honestly she's kind of like a random celebrity that pops up every now and then no i just Um, think it's funny that you're like and the hills new beginnings yes (laughs) well i had to you know differentiate the two set the picture all right keep going um she said that lady gaga ruined her music career and guys, it is so funny to me because Heidi Montag is just like so out of touch with everything. Seriously. And just her saying this is just so, it's just peak comedy to me. She said this because originally Heidi Montag recorded a version of Fashion, which is now Lady Gaga's song. And she said that Lady Gaga took that from her, recorded it, and it was in the movie Confessions of a Shopaholic and like, you know, a really well-known Lady Gaga song. And I heard Heidi Montag's version of fashion. I'm not going to lie to you guys. It's kind of a serve. I think it would be bumping in the gay clubs if it actually became a a real thing. Okay. That was a twist. I was not expecting. I'm just saying it's like, (laughs) like she doesn't sound good at all, but it's just like, it's kind of a serve still. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's kind of not bad. <laughs> All right, I have to look that up after. Yes, um, please. But was Heidi Montag the starter of the Facebook group, St- Stephanie Germanata, You Will Never Be Famous? <laughs> Did she start <gasps> Maybe. it? Maybe. Oh, my God. We'll look at that effect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Possibly. Okay, moving on to... Ezra Miller, who got arrested in Hawaii for assaulting a couple at a karaoke bar because they didn't like that people were singing karaoke at a karaoke bar. Ezra Miller, we are so mad at you. I just want to say I take great, as a karaoke queen, I take great (laughs) offense to this. And this is also a very disappointing celebrity headline for me because I love Ezra Miller. They play Patrick at Perks of Being a Wallflower, which is 
one of my favorite movies and he is one of my favorite fictional characters. And this is really sad. But if you don't want to hear karaoke, why are you at a karaoke bar? Right. Go to a different bar. Right. He, well, apparently there was like 10 other reports of him like harassing people or of them. Sorry. Whenever, I just want to put this disclaimer out. Whenever Steven or I misgender someone, it's never on purpose. It just slips out. I'm going to correct myself every time. or I will try to. Mm-hmm. True. But there was 10 reports against them like within the last like week leading up to that or something and that was just like the final straw yeah i saw like reports that they were breaking into people's houses and whatnot yeah. and wh- how long ago was it where there was like the he had the- those assault charges like the like i don't know if like he got into a fight or something and there was like ac- yeah and we were like supporting him we're like oh well we don't really know what happened yes are we supporting them we didn't really know what happened like I don't know. Let's well, just, you know, video... innocent until proven guilty. No, literally giving. <laughs> that was me and Maggie and we were in denial, but not anymore. <laughs> literally giving this person every excuse in the book. But there was a video, <laughs> like, what was it? Like three years ago where they were like, it looked like they were choking a fan, but I didn't yeah. know if it was a joke or not. Cause the video was kind of like at a weird angle. And like, it kind of looks like they're joking around. I don't think they were joking around anymore. Yeah. And Ezra Miller's getting really big. He's in that new Harry Potter universe, all those movies. He's the flat there. I'm so sorry. They are the flash in DC justice league. Like huge characters. Yes. And you're going to throw it all away because you don't like when someone sings shallow at the karaoke bar, because that was the song. I did get that information in an article I read. But yeah, they like ripped the microphone out of the woman's hand. And then even after the couple sat down, they went over to them and like, I think they assaulted the guy or something, like physically assaulted him. Yeah, I don't have words. They sound like they need to be locked up. <laughs> like, go get some help. Yeah clearly Ezra Miller is just very violent and needs to work on that yes okay all right um in other news Shane Dawson having a baby (laughs) all I have to say about that is (laughs) what the fuck what the fuck we're gonna live in a world where both Shane Dawson and Trisha Paytas (laughs) are gonna have children we're going to have reproductions of themselves Shane should have had a forced vasectomy. <laughs> Actually, I don't even know if I don't even know how he's conceiving, to be honest. But I mean, they're using an egg donor, obviously. But okay. Um, um I didn't know. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was just like you know one of them or. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent yeah. sure. Like whose sperm? <laughs> right. Is mixed sometimes they egg. just sometimes they just mix it, and you know. Yeah whatever little anyway, guy swims in there first yeah but <laughs> the man who proposes on both knees is allowed oh, to have yeah. a child oh god i, I don't think so <laughs> vasectomy oh my god guys take me out now just take me out <laughs> <laughs> yeah praying for that child oh my god thoughts and seriously. prayers thoughts and prayers 
Oh, okay. That concludes our speed round. I feel like I'm honestly kind of out of breath. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to get to the main event. And that is the Oscars. So. Before we get into the event. Yes, the event at within the, Oscars, the event. Should we talk about other moments? <laughs> yes, I would actually really love to. Okay. <laughs> um, because okay, did you watch it? Did you watch it at all live? I watched like twenty minutes of it. Okay, I watched the first hour because then my shows came on and um, I didn't want to miss those. Okay, I watched in the first hour, so I saw the okay. same parts you did, or some of the same parts. Okay, so Beyonce opened the show, and I was like, "Yeah, it can't get any better than this." So I'll be safe after an hour. Pretty much. Um, obviously amazing. She performed Be Alive from the King Richard movie. And I just love how everything was monochromatic to look like the color of a tennis ball. She performed on a tennis court. Sounded amazing. Looked absolutely stunning. The band, the, the backup dancers, everyone was amazing. Truly amazing. I mean, like Beyonce never misses. Like, what can you say? <laughs> And Blue Ivy was there. Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was also doing her thing up on that stage. Yep. Um, and then I honestly thought that I honestly thought that Amy Schumer, Regina Hall, and Wanda Sykes did a really good job from what I saw. Yeah, I only I, I didn't even see Wanda Sykes at all in the time. I well, maybe for like a second. Um I didn't really like Regina Hall's joke where she had all the guys on stage and she was, was patting them down. It was funny up until she started touching them. I, I totally agree because I, I'm sure because it was the two presenters that she was touching. So they definitely knew about it ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they were trying to maybe like make a funny commentary, but it just like wasn't okay. And the it bit crossed the like- line. Yeah, and the bit just went on for too long. Yeah. Like, it was, like, two minutes too long. Yeah, it just, like, kept going. Yeah, if she would just, like, called up, I can't remember the four people she called up on stage, then that would have been, like, you know, then the joke kept going where it was, like, oh, she, like, is talking about hooking up with them backstage. That's funny. Yeah. But then she just started, like, patting them down and, like, rubbing them and, like, getting on her knees, and I was, like, Okay, it's getting a little vulgar, a little uh sexual harassy. So yeah. Yeah, we definitely could have cut that bit down by like two minutes. But other than that, um, I feel like everything besides the fucking main event went pretty smoothly and like people were in on their own jokes. Like uh, Rachel Zegler was like, I never thought, or up until six days ago, I didn't think I would be here. And <laughs> that was funny that was funny and I, I just i don't know i like when people i like when people can find like the humor in the situations that they go through same and um do you see when ariana debose won best supporting actress yes i did yeah her speech was like perfect it was it was it a was. really nice speech because sometimes i think that not that i'm not saying that this is wrong but i just feel like sometimes when people go up and accept those awards they can get like a little preachy and it's just yes. like, I just want you to kind of like, like say what you want and whatever, 
but I just want you to like be grateful that you accepted the award, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what she did with also adding, you know, like that she's a queer Latina woman. And just because the world tells you that there's not a place for you, look at where I am. And just like, it, it was just a really nice, yeah, a really she, nice speech. Cause she quoted West Side Story. The song is there's a place for us. Yeah. So she quoted that. And she thanked Rita Moreno for like paving the way. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's the first um, queer woman to win an award. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, to win a big award like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, and that was pretty much like where I stopped watching. Yeah. That was like the 20 to 30 minutes that I actually watched. Yeah. Um, and I guess I shouldn't have turned it off because, <sighs> um, I'm sure we're all sick of hearing this by now, but we have to talk about it. The fucking Will Smith slap to the face, <laughs> to the Chris Rock face. <sighs> Just want to do a rundown of what happened. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I just feel like everyone knows what, ha- what happened by now. Chris Rock made a joke in poor taste about Jada Pinkett Smith. And because she has a bald head, he said something. Um, he's like, oh, yeah, Jada, I'm excited for G.I. Jane, too. And Jada Pinkett Smith has alopecia. And Will Smith, like, laughed at first. But then, like something snapped and he marched up on that stage and slapped the shit out of Chris Rock. And I, I, I think a lot of people were like, Oh, that was staged until it wasn't (laughs) until you realize like, like I, I like, even after like saw or like a day went by, it wasn't until he made his apology on Instagram. That was like, Oh, that was like real. So where yeah. do you where do you stand on that? Oh my god, I know this is like the moment that gets me canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't really see how what Chris Rock said was that offensive. I don't get it. I don't know. And I feel like that's I don't normally have hot takes like this. So I don't know how I'm in the minority. Well, I don't think I'm in the minority, but on Twitter I am. Mm -hmm. See, I keep going back and forth because, okay, are Chris Rock and Will Smith friends? I'm very confused about that. So this is where I think the biggest problem is, is that I think they have a history of kind of clashing. And I think, I think they have been friends. I think they have like a little bit of issues. So I feel like Chris Rock was kind of trying to do a little dig, but at the same time, he is a comedian. Um, not that that's an excuse because anyway, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, because I don't think that it should just be an excuse that you're a comedian. You know what I mean? Free speech, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Um, but I feel like he was trying to do a little dig and then that's why Will Smith was also mad. But I just don't know. It's like, Because, okay, because Jada Pinkett Smith has also mentioned in the past um, her struggle, her struggles with alopecia. Mm-hmm. And I, I, don't, I just like keep going back and forth because it's like, well, did Chris Rock even know? 
But then I guess Chris Rock had either directed and or produced a movie called Good Hair about black right. women's hair. So why is he making fun of a black woman for not having any hair? But then I just think that, that the joke was like meant to be lighthearted and not actually make fun of her medical condition. But Will Smith was just defending his wife. Yeah, I agree. And it's like, I, I don't like he, G.I. Jane is Demi Moore. She's yeah. hot. He didn't right. call her. He didn't call her Homer Simpson. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just like if you called a man a like made fun of a man's baldness, it's not an issue. Right. Which is where and I am a feminist. I will have you say <laughs> Maggie can attest. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, we are feminists here at Papin Off About Pop I just Culture. Like, I just like I just don't think that it would be an issue if a man was made fun of for his baldness that he couldn't help. And it's like, I don't know. I just think it was, it was meant to be lighthearted and clearly it wasn't taken that way, but I'm just like such an anti-violent person. Mm-hmm. I hate war and like weapons and like hitting <laughs> people. <war. laughs> like I really just am like, I like if I were in the sixties, I'd be like a pacifist. <laughs> um, and yeah, I just think that's not cool to hit somebody, no matter like what they say. But at the same time, like I guess I, I just feel like there's so much history that have been going on with Jada and Will, and everyone knows it. Mm-hmm. I think Chris Rock especially knows it. Um, and I think there was just like a boiling point. There was something that was triggered in him. I don't know. Yeah, like. <sighs> I just, because, and then I'm also looking at it from the point of like, okay, if I was out with my boyfriend somewhere and someone says something about me, I would want him for to stand up for me, but it's like, do I want him to get violent? I don't right. know. Pro- probably not. I think. But it's just like, I, I just, like I said, just keep going back and forth. Yeah. I, yeah. I think so too. I think if Will Smith walked up on stage or even just sat in his chair and said keep my wife's fucking name out of your mouth mm-hmm. like like he said after he slapped him yeah I'd be like okay yes stand up for her mm-hmm. but I I think it's sad that to me that I'm taking away part of his credibility because he slapped him like he has every right to be upset and to act I know angry but I just think it's hard for me to take somebody like as credulous when they like act out of violence. So it's just like how my brain is wired to think. I, mm-hmm. um, I don't and think it's like, there's anything wrong with that either. Right. I don't. And I just like, what, where does Jada stand in all of this? She posted some stupid thing on Instagram that was like, it's the season of healing and I'm ready for it. Right. <laughs> she is the opposite of a healer. <laughs> red table talk like come on now Mm. i mean it's kind of about healing but it's yeah you know i think this causes more shit than it does healing (laughs) and i just feel like will smith had something to prove to everybody in that room and i think that's why he did what he did like i think he's been emasculated by jada Mm -hmm. and he had something to prove that he has a bigger dick than chris rock and that's That's why he got up there and slapped him that's actually a good point Hmm. Yeah, I just 
I don't know. I, I really can't pick a side because it does change every day. But yeah. then it's like, okay, then like 10 minutes later, the man goes on to win the Oscar for best leading actor. And it's like, was it deserved? Obviously. But like, no one's really going to remember him winning the Oscar. It's right. going to be the slap and then his apology. It's right. like, oh, yeah, but then he actually did win the Oscar right after that. That's crazy. Yeah, no, yeah, people are going to be like, wait, <laughs> did he wait. win or did he just like hit somebody? Like, I can't remember. Right. That, and that's so sad that's because because I think that Will Smith is one of the greatest actors of our time. And it's probably his time to get an, an award for something. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. It's kind of sad. Yeah. And then I also like someone... I think I saw it on Twitter. Something brought this up too, that we had three women hosting who come from different demographics and no one's going to remember that. That's like a True. historic thing. True. At the same time, they overreact a little bit <laughs> when they were like, did you see all of their statements? No. They were basically just like, yeah, it was just so uncomfortable. And they let him back on that stage. And it was just so unsafe for all of us and all this kind of stuff. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. Yeah. They were like a little overdramatic, but I do get it to an extent because like this was their moment too. I mean, they weren't winning the right. awards, but it still was their moment. And yes, like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I guess like, yeah, would he have hit Wanda Sykes if she made that same joke? You know, who knows? <laughs> I don't I think don't, he would have. I don't, I don't think, think he so. would have, but I think that's like was their point. It's like, because, can anyone just come up and hit me? Yeah. No, that's the thing is that like, like he, he's going to have to face some repercussions and it won't be that he's going to get his Oscar taken away. No, they wouldn't have given it to him. No. <laughs> you can't take an Oscar back. No. I just think that he'll probably be banned from going to the Oscars ever again. Right. And like, they were going to like ban him from the Academy because I think he votes too. Oh. It's like, who who cares just let them vote <laughs> right yeah like, i don't know but like there does have to be some repercussions because even though i am in the middle on this issue i just don't want it to be a thing where it's like okay from now on anytime someone gets up on the stage and says something that uh, says something towards you or your significant other or whoever else that you love and you don't like it you can just go up there and punch them Right. Award shows are not UFC matches. <laughs> right. So yeah. something does need to happen. But um, yeah, I really cannot give you guys a clear answer on where I stand with that because it changes every day. So sorry. <laughs> yeah, I I think you're right. I I shift a little bit every day. And at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what I think. <laughs> that. That's true. <laughs> Although we have a whole podcast to talk about it. So like yeah, you know, some of like, you guys listen to what we think. <laughs> yeah. The important people don't care what we think. <laughs> <laughs> right. The the Academy and Yeah, they don't give a shit. <laughs> I just think it's like wild. All the people coming out of the woodwork. It's like everyone is having an opinion and is sharing it. It's like, that's why I'm getting sick of it. Cause like, I don't care what all these random people have to think about it. Yeah. That's, that's also why like, Yes. That is also why I'm so sick of it. I'm just so sick of hearing everyone's opinion and then everyone else jumping down that person's throat because of their opinion. And then just like a domino effect of everyone just 
clashing about their opinions and it's so annoying and the memes are so annoying i was tired of it after like eight hours i was like same this is already worn out the next day i was like stop yes done i did see daniel radcliffe today somebody asked him about it like why are we asking daniel radcliffe and he basically was like it doesn't matter what i think who cares stop talking about it i'm over it yep and i (laughs) love that (laughs) and i agree even though we're literally talking about it but (laughs) It's not going to be in print and no one's going right. to come for us. <laughs> True. Um, <laughs> something I also thought about, how do you feel about Billie Eilish being an Oscar winner? I'm not shocked by it. I wish it was Beyonce. I feel like her Oscar was like not well-deserved at all. I don't, I don't know. I just, my opinion on Billie Eilish now is that just like, I just don't care. I don't care if she succeeds. I don't care if she doesn't. You know, I wish it was Beyonce that won the Oscar because it's a great song. I want her to be an EGOT winner. The performance that she put on at the Oscars was impeccable. Like, Mm -hmm. and what did Billie Eilish do? She showed up in like a parachute. Right. I just, yeah, that song is very mediocre in terms of her catalog. And it's like, okay probably played in the end credits of a james bond movie like compared to like adele's skyfall or sam smith's like writing on the wall like oh yeah two previous oscar winners for james bond like doesn't stand up there and like yeah and i i don't think the song is bad but it's not an oscar winning i mean it is an oscar winning song but i don't see how it is and like diane warren homegirl was nominated for her 14th oscar i think Really? Best original song. She has never won. Come on, no. Doesn't that not feel the, like not the like, Leonardo DiCaprio effect? <laughs> that's even like worse. She's yeah. been doing this. Since, uh, yeah, it's like that's like a slap in the face. This poor woman. Like, don't even nominate her anymore. <laughs> that is such a slap. And you give it to Billie Eilish. Come on. What's the point of putting her on the ballot? <laughs> I know she's clearly not going to win. It's like well, he's been doing it for so long. Might like, as well put her on there again. It's going to be Amy Adams in a few years. <laughs> Oh God, that's also so sad. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Stay tuned um, to next week if with more Billie Eilish slander. Yeah, sorry for any Billie Eilish fans out there. I guess just skip past the parts where we just slander Billie Eilish for like two minutes. Because <laughs> we might be upset next week after the Grammys happen. Who knows? <laughs> oh God, I forgot. Oh my God, I forgot the Grammys are next Sunday. Oh God, what kind of shit's going to go down there? I don't know. Lil Nas X was tweeting funny stuff about it, like things he's going to do on stage. Okay. <laughs> like, Can't wait to see joking, it. Joking, <laughs> but. Okay. okay. Yep. Let's get into our toast and our roast. Take it away. Okay. So my roast goes to Gavin Leatherwood, and he is an actor, and he plays the love interest of Kimberly in the sex lives of college girls I can't Nico his name is Nico in the show and he will not be returning for season two which he's kind of an important character like his he is like it was like a plot not a plot twist a cliffhanger like at the end of the season the second season you know yes half of Kimberly's storyline revolves around him yeah so I'm just annoyed and I guess like it doesn't really matter because I don't really care about his character, but like I love that show and I don't want them ha- to have to write around him now and have worse yeah. writing because they planned on him being in it. 
So that's annoying. And he's literally a main character's brother. So what? (laughs) That goes to the same college. So I don't know. And I think he's not going to be in the show because he's in a band and they're releasing music. Like, shut up. (laughs) You're kidding. Yeah, I heard a little clip of it on Instagram. I was like, you're you're kidding. This is stupid. (laughs) You're on an HBO show. You made it. (laughs) Come on. I'm going to pull my hair out. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. That's like, I don't even know what I want to compare it to, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm just so frustrated. Like, why wouldn't you stay on the show? Your character is important. Yeah. And like, I didn't like his character, but he had important plot points. What the fuck? To go and work on your music? Yeah. You guys can see my reaction. (laughs) Did you not know that? (laughs) No, I did. I did. I just, I I, I don't know what his real name is. Oh, right, right, right. So when you started talking, I was like, who the fuck is that? I know you had a confused look on your face. Yeah. I don't like actually know if it's to make this music, but all I know is that he announced that he's doing all this music the same time I found out he's not on the show. So, you know, I put two and two together. (laughs) Well, in other news, my toast goes to Lizzo. And, you know, the episode from The Vault that was not released last week. We have the same toast. (laughs) Oh, it was also to Lizzo last week. So my toast was because I'm just really happy about Lizzo releasing new music soon, hosting, performing on SNL, and I was excited for her new show. Well, I watched her new show, two episodes of it, and it's pretty good. Did you watch it? No, I need to watch it. Okay, so... It's not the greatest show ever. Um, it's it's its own thing. It's not what I expected at all. Mm-hmm. It's like a competition show, but also not really. So they're all competing for a chance to be one of her big girls, which is her background dancers. So basically the gig is you perform with me on tour and at Bonnaroo. And they audition. And the first episode, she like cuts a couple people. There's like a whole situation that goes on. I'm not going to spoil it all because Maggie hasn't seen it. And I guess you guys might not have seen it anyway, either. But basically, like, after that, she says that like, anyone can make it to be on my tour. As long as like, you have the stuff, like, I'm not just going to cut people every week to cut people like if you're talented, and you can do the choreo, you fit the mold. Well, it's not really a mold because it's like, you know, come as you are kind of mm-hmm. with Lizzo. But um, if you like fit in and you vibe with all of us, you can do the dancing like you're on my team. So it's like a like a different take. So like, obviously, some people are going to get cut. But it's not like every week somebody gets cut and then you get rid of talented people, which I really like. Because sometimes on these shows, I feel like people get screwed over, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm excited to watch it. And since our toast is like, pretty similar um I guess <laughs> just like add on to what you're talking about yeah because yeah. I'm just like really excited for her new shapewear line called Yiddy and she's basically just like like redefining what it what shapewear means because I think including myself a lot of people just associate shapewear with like making it with shapewear making you look skinnier and Spanx. just like yeah spanks and Spanx make you look skinnier. They suck everything in. But she's just saying that, like, that's not like what her branding is. It's just like 
embracing your body. And if you want to wear shapewear and wear shapewear, and there's also going to be underwear. And I think just, it's just kind of like a culmination of like undergarments. So yeah, she's not saying like, okay, I'm abandoning the whole, like, love yourself for who you are. I'm just saying like, embrace yourself and like enhance your curves, enhance your body, you know? So I just think that's really great. And it's going to be uh, sizes ranging from extra small to six X. So, and I don't see any other shapewear or underwear, or anything other like that, any other lines like that doing no. sizes up to that big, like even it's even hard for like some brands to do extra large. So yeah, yeah. I love it. I think it cannot be said enough how important Lizzo is to this world. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I don't even think I'm being overdramatic. I really think it's understated a lot because she has opened the doors for so many people. We don't have fat pop stars. If you're fat, you sit on a stool or you stand there and you sing. Yep. She like with her whole show and everything and just her as a person, she's like embracing. You can be fat and have healthy lungs, healthy body. Like mm-hmm. we can perform. We can last on stage. Like we can do all these things. We can, we are hot. Like, and I just, I mean, so many companies I feel like are following suit after she's been ambassadors for like Savage Fenty and just mm-hmm. other brands and stuff. I feel like other brands are starting to be more inclusive. I think there was a little bit of a push already, obviously, but I think her as these brand ambassadors is really making companies move towards being more inclusive towards all body types. I mean, if brands want to stay relevant, then yeah, you need to move in the direction that Lizzo is paving for you. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You know, needless to say, we love Lizzo and we're just so excited for everything that she has coming up and just how important she is to the world. So, yeah, since I already, um, you know, did my toast kind of, I guess we'll just end with my roast, but it's kind of funny. Um, (laughs) My roast, I'm really sorry to bring it back to the Oscars, but Kristen Stewart's outfit, (sighs) girly, it's not the VMAs. It is not the Teen Choice Awards. What were you doing with a pair of booty shorts and a blazer? That was foul. (laughs) (laughs) The Oscars is just all about like glam and just everything just being like you're very put together. Nothing is like outrageous, just like beautiful gowns, beautiful elegance, just everything but booty shorts and a blazer. Yeah, that was not it. And on that note, to add to your roast, how big is this Vanity Fair party? Why was every celebrity ever there? I know. And including like celebrities in air quotes. Yes. (laughs) Who wasn't at that party? Like people who I hadn't heard of in years were there. Or just like people I wouldn't expect. Like, I'm not sure how to pronounce your name and I'm not going to try because I don't want to butcher it. But the person or the girl that plays Davy on Never Have I Ever. Oh, she was there? Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, love that show. Love Mindy Kaling. Love the character, whatever. Why was she there, though? Just like random musicians like Normani was there. Yeah. Like, wh- I know. How? Like, how did you get an invite to that? <laughs> I know. 
I yeah. yeah I can't even think of all the other celebrities but like Julia Fox <laughs> uh, yeah I think was Addison Ray there I feel like probably there the was entire- like tiktokers and just like netflix stars yes. and like the entire cast of euphoria yeah it just like why why is it not just like former academy award winners and like the people who were there already that's what i thought it was limited to like this is supposed to be like the event right. and it was not the event <laughs> no uh, yeah it was not I... giving what it should have been giving no <laughs> yeah like people i love like why was dominic fike there that's what I'm saying. I don't <laughs> no know. No business. Yeah. Like, how'd you how'd you manage that? Yeah. Like, I should have been invited at this point. <laughs> Literally, everyone and their brother was there. Yeah. That I don't remember that being like that in the past either. No. So. I mean, there was there. There's always people there that like don't actually go to the Oscars. Like Haley Bieber is always there. And like different like A-list models will always be there and A-list actors who weren't at the Oscars, but it's never like Addison Ray and Julia Fox. Yeah. Doesn't really make sense. No. This is like the Oscars is just supposed to be about elegance and being like sophisticated. And the Oscars was not just not that at all this year. No. This this is true. Like not even a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so anyway, I guess, uh, times are changing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me and Maggie always like say we don't really care about the Oscars, so this is just adding to it. Yeah, I mean, we had to care obviously this year with everything that happened. Yeah. Not but... that we don't care. We just like don't get excited for it, and we just like don't yeah. watch it. We just like follow it from the sidelines. Right. Like, I feel like most of America does at this point. Exactly. But I'll tell you what, I'm excited for the Grammys. I'm glad you reminded me that they were on this Sunday. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's like our thing. (laughs) Yes. So we will be talking all about that next episode. But until then, you know where to find us on Instagram at popping off about pop culture. You can stream us anywhere you stream podcasts. And if Apple Podcasts is your streaming platform of choice, You can give us a five-star rating and leave a comment, like, subscribe, do all that. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell a stranger when you're taking your dog for a walk or something. And by the time this episode comes out, I'm sure as it was by Harry Styles will be number one on the Billboard charts. And if you haven't listened to it, you need to right this very second. Yeah. Watch the music video too. Oh my God. The song is so fucking good, guys. Ooh, I can't wait till the album comes out and I can just go off about it. Yeah, there's like all this like circular imagery. It's oh, it's so good. I could get into so, depth, but we don't got time. Ooh, Figure it out so for yourself. Symbolic. Ooh, my my a, my AP English is just ready to jump out. Oh my god, that was literally me. I was like, oh my god, this. Oh, there's he's clearly in his some, underwear. There's clearly some motifs going on in here, yes. and I'm catching on. And if I'm catching on, <sighs> guys. And if nothing yeah. else, he's in his underwear. True, if true, nothing true. else. <laughs> yeah. The underwear was kind of ugly. But, but he's in his underwear, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Harry was not, but the underwear was, if we're being honest. <laughs> anyway. Um, Anyways, go listen to the song, please. Okay. Okay. Bye. bye.